0: Sorry, are you looking for Gavin or Rob's intro? Well, I have them a bit preoccupied for now. Last week, these fools finally found out how strange the Serpent Isles really are. As Difrost finally got his kill for my friend, Eroth the Stormcaller, and Flippin saw firsthand the power of the undead. More surprises this week. But you'll have to listen to find them. So embrace the darkness for episode 11,
1: The Last Rabbit. Adventurers, grab your weapons. Your weapon. But first, kiss your kin. The wild call.
2: Recording, no, <laughs> no, um,
0: eleven, episode eleven. Wow! Another week, Um, so before we start with our introductions, I want to give a big applause to everybody. I felt like last recording was great, and I feel like uh, keep this up, we might have a podcast in our hands. Yeah. All right, cool.
2: We only figured it out at episode eleven. Yes.
0: We didn't do introductions. We didn't, and we're about to. Right. So let's. let's Did um, we start? Um, yeah, we're recording. So episode eleven. And I'm, I'm, I'm joined on. here with the rest of the party here. Let's go in reverse
2: order. So I'm going to start with Flintpin, Gavin. Oh, hey, right. this is... Gab. My name's Gavin. I'll try that again. Hi. Flintpin is my voice. Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you haven't gotten it yet, I love throwing these guys off by just picking random directions to go around the table. Next, we have Adam.
3: Uh, Adam here playing Difrost. Um, I feel like Difrost had a little bit of a emotional struggle last week. He okay. may be a little off today.
0: I hope so. Next, we have Neil playing Renego. Good evening. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's almost an That sounds form. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like tea as well? Would you like some
4: tea? <laughs> this isn't going to confuse weird. people at <laughs> all. <laughs> no. Do
5: you want to take that again? No, it's fine. No, not, no. Not, Next, not. we have Kyle
0: <laughs> playing Gemini Roos.
5: Uh, hey, it's Gemini here. I, just, I have to say, I've now made it three episodes with having nothing on me. Um, I, as well, uh, had a little bit of a... You're naked? Is that a clo- um, clothing thing? I think you're just talking about your... Emotional <laughs> oh. episode last time, so... Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot was, of
0: people had some reveals last episode, which is great. That's it was good. It was yeah. good. It was, getting um, to know the characters a little bit more. Yeah. No, we, we know why Gemini's a little bit more crazy than most common oh, geez, people. She's batshit crazy, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> um, following that, we have Tash playing Eloth.
6: Kevin made coffee, and it's really good. I really like it. I don't normally drink caffeine, but tonight I had to drink some caffeine. All right. Yeah, here we go. go. Let's play his, go. He's going to be dice rolling, just like... Durr, durr, durr. Can I do a check? Can I do a check? Can I do a check?
1: Perception check. <laughs> inside um, check. And finally, we have
0: Dwayne playing Golden Axe.
1: Uh, yeah, this is Dwayne here, and playing Golden Axe. Let's roll some dice. Of course,
0: I am Rob, your GM, and um, yeah, I agree. Let's roll some dice. So we last left off with Flintpin helping in this murder of this old woman who is already dead thanks to somebody else's daggers. I won't (laughs) go there. She has now collapsed to the ground in front of you, giving you that last look of almost relief is the best way you could put it. The barmaids that were down there cleaning up after everything are in complete shock. This broken mop jabbed through this zombie-like woman, piercing through her body. And the dwarf that was there, the redhead, just stands there looking at you in complete and utter shock not understanding the other woman there the human with almost raven-like hair rushes over to the dwarf and gives her a big hug as if appreciating the fact that she's still alive and with her
2: um flimpen's gonna walk over to them and say uh, i i know i said it uh, before but uh, thank you that was some some quick thinking on your part uh, have you That was a a strange thing for me to encounter. Have you seen something like that at your establishment before?
0: Yes. Uh, We have the undead here. People that fall, for whatever reason. They turn. I don't know how best to put it. It's just as if the undead takes them. And suddenly they have nothing but hunger in their eyes and bloodlust. We knew her day was coming, I didn't know when, I thought months from now, but my father does take on from time to time the hard knock cases, those that we know the end is coming, and most of the time when it draws close he stays awake and waits for that time to come to make sure that they're put to rest for good. I don't know why she died so quickly. Strange, I thought she had time left
2: Strange indeed
0: The doctor suggests that disease that was slowly killing her had weeks, maybe months before they'd finally take her
2: Well, I'm, I'm happy to see, as gruesome as it was that uh, she can finally rest now
1: Yeah,
0: I just didn't think it'd be me taking her down She looks down at the corpse and the blood pooling away from the mop that's broken that's jabbed through her body like a spear This is more than I expected to see in any night. Did you, uh... She just thinks, right, did you need anything? Did did you have a good visit with Zildan at the bar? You asked me to wake you, right?
2: I I did, thank you. He, um, he had more than enough information for me, and, uh, in fact, uh, invited me over for dinner. Um, which, uh, that reminds me, um... is he a trustworthy person? Do you know him as a um someone that I should be concerned about?
0: That's uh, I suggest it depends on who you ask. My father doesn't trust him at all, but he always seemed kind to me and honest. Though I think that's more of a father's ambition there. I think he fears that his intentions are more towards my sisters and I than... Towards just being friendly Though he's never made any advances uh, Directly on us anyways Always he been pleasurable to
2: have around He did seem like a, a fine gentleman to, to talk to He was he was kind to me as well Not just my, my friend, uh, Golden Ax. He's always
0: seemed like a, a nice person Everybody really loves him It's a little surprise that people think That come here late at night For a drink that he runs the place He goes around table to table Makes introductions And uh, really makes everyone feel at home here Hmm. A, real, a real boon to the business, though I can see why it upsets my father, because he puts so much hard work into the daily operations here. And, of course, I have all that credit stripped away because uh, another friendly face has
2: more tact, I'd say, than my father. Hmm. He's a kind man, but doesn't really have the understanding. So did you say that um, uh, this Sil- didn't? He-, he does in fact own the bar, Or uh, Or it used to? I don't think he's ever owned it, um... Oh, just his, uh, his presence here, his it's, presence a, it's here. more he, he owns it from a communal standpoint. He walks around like he owns the place, I guess
0: is the best way to put it. He, he goes to tables like he belongs there at them. He'll come up to someone and address them and pay for their meal like it's no big deal. I can understand his book sales. Um, everyone that comes to town at least buys a copy of his um, Guide to the Serpent Isles, if not the rest of the books um, of his collection. Uh, I, I can't say I've read much of his work myself, I've never taken up adventures and to be honest, if my father ever found out that I had one of his books I'm pretty sure he would burn my room to the ground um, but uh, aside from that, he's always been a very very nice person here, yes so. hmm.
2: Well, uh, again, thank you for your help and uh, uh, please I, I, will, uh, I will take care of uh, the body here, I, I don't feel like that is something that uh, you should have to deal with my help you saved my life you saved my life it was charging me right after it charged you you stopped it from had a dead
0: charge towards me it drew all its attention to you the least i could do was pick up my mop and try and help i think you pretty much killed whatever she turned into i
2: just aided along a little bit uh i think you need to give yourself more credit but uh if you want to help fine that's uh that's okay with me uh, and Flimpen's just gonna kind of like walk over to the body and just start you know kind of cleaning up and, and trying to I don't know where the hell we're gonna take it she, she, <laughs> she looks at you and I mean this is a full grown
0: human woman that you're trying to move as a gnome um, she she looks at you and she's like no we, we can help uh, it's best that the bodies get burned despite being laid to rest for now she will rise again several days perhaps but the powers that are here in this area are so strong I don't know. Priests have fled her isle. We have no
2: clergy here, no
0: clerics to protect us.
2: Okay, so um, we're gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna help her, like pack things up. So we're not. We're not burning it now.
0: No, she. Um, she helps you. Um, I'd, I'd say that she'd go into the back and grab several burlap sacks to kind of roll the body onto, and then to help drag it out. Okay. And um, with the two women and yourself working. The dwarven woman, of course, pulling quite a bit of those weight, yeah. being very sturdy and low to the ground, having a lot of force to drive. You, then you manage to get it out to the streets and back towards this graveyard.
2: Okay, I'm gonna look at them and and just say like, um, I'm I'm sorry that you you have to do with deal with that, but um, I think uh, my friends and I will uh, we might be able to put a, a stop to this.
0: I'd love to believe you, but I gotta be honest. You're not the first adventurer to come to this island to say such words feels like every week dozens come off boats and every week we see more bodies fill the graves those that return that is and then she stops for a second and she looks over and she goes oh no this isn't good and she walks over to a sarcophagus the lid of it slightly ajar he's gotten out
2: uh who has gotten out
0: Zachary, Uh, Zachary Tarson she says looking at it and you, you recognize this sarcophagus? You literally just filled it with poison spray for like... Oh, minutes. that was the
2: one that was trying to get out. <laughs> okay, Leia's not
0: gonna be pleased with this.
2: Is this something that I um, we should be concerned about? Is this a, a threat?
0: I doubt it's a threat to anyone. Really, missing an arm as it was, though strange, it <sighs> took it with him. She, as she looks into it, the sarcophagus bit further. Zachary is brother. She runs the town, and when we went through destroying many of the bodies in this graveyard, those that we thought might be a threat to anybody if they were got free, she commissioned the mason to make this Zergophagus to keep him trapped within the heavy stone too great for him to ever lift. For one day, she hoped that he would be able to finally rest and his body be intact. But he's escaped now. Someone's got to put them down. It's too dangerous for all of us to have undead walking around here. It spreads, you know. They kill one, and then there's two. And then the numbers just keep growing.
2: And this uh, undead, it would be much like uh, the woman that we just encountered in some, the... Some the are par-
0: like that. Where they're mindless, only seeking hunger. Others smarter. They have an intelligence to them. Some remember their past lives.
2: Okay. Um, I think Flintpin is going to start getting, like, a little creeped out and, and say, um, uh, it, okay, it, uh, excuse me. And he's going to turn around and, like, start a beeline back to the inn yeah. uh, and head upstairs and go. Um, he's basically going to go wake everybody up. Okay. Um, you
0: start heading back and they notice your panic. And they give you a moment so you walk ahead of them, but they're going back to the same place. <laughs> and their stride is slightly longer than yours, so they're keeping their distance to let you kind of just go back on your, go back on your own. Uh, the barmaids, the barmaids. Yeah. Oh, just just to you know, they, they see that you want to rush back and like, we'll just let him do his thing and we'll go back on our they own. They could
2: just like walk at a regular pace and keep up with me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> they, they could give you a moment and then walk at a regular pace and probably catch up. Things said, as you enter Gemini's room and look inside. And as you go to wake her, you do see something out of the ordinary. As you look around, you see Gemini lying there and Golden Axe lying there. And beside Golden Axe, you see the Black Rabbit in her human form, so clothed, sleeping. But basically, it'd be almost like at Golden Axe's feet.
2: Oh, I'll look at Golden Axe and say, um, It seems that um, our friend's magic uh, wore off. Uh, good to know that it's not permanent. Our little black rabbits all growed up. All old up. <laughs> um, okay. I, th- I think Finn, like, I'm trying to figure out like how I should, um, deal with the realization that the body was missing because of me.
0: Um, I'd say maybe your panic was driven from the fact that the mayor, potential mayor or ruler of this town it was her brother and you just melted her corpse after she requested to be stayed there. So you're, that's where, that's likely where your panic drove from.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, um, uh, I think Flimpen dawning upon this after he like ran back and he's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it Wakes up Golden Axe and he's going to be like, wait, that was the uh, the um creature that uh, we, we've guessed. It, uh, oh, never mind. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I must be tired. I, I, my mistake. Oh, no problem. Uh, it's good to see. You. Uh, good. Yes. Uh, and good to know that uh, Black Rabbit is, uh, is okay. She's all grown uh, up. And, and Flimpin going to head over to his cot and just sort of settle up for right, the man. night. He's like, he's just so, so mentally exhausted right now. Yeah. He's just so like, he doesn't know what to think confused. anymore.
0: And you just spent a good, like, probably an hour dragging a body to a graveyard. Yeah. With a couple of women from the tavern. Golden Axe, as you go to lie down, you look back at Black Rabbit, who was stirring briefly from the noise. And as you look over at her, you can see the body kind of shift once again. And it slowly merges and grows fur. And once again, as it's starting to wake up, you see a rabbit in front of you again.
5: Oh, why? Wait. (laughs) So it's like she's like morphing in and out. Interesting.
1: Either way, I'm just going to like snuggle in with my rabbit.
0: (laughs) Fall back to sleep? You swear the rabbit looks at you confused as it wakes up, and you snuggle in and go back to bed. It just sits there, and you swear it's contemplating your death, but it's a rabbit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's okay, I pet it anyway.
0: (laughs) Morning comes quicker than anyone hopes it would, and... Once again, there's a bus about the town as you all rise and you can smell the smell of what would be cooking ham and porridge, likely, uh, below. It, it fills the rooms as if somehow this inn was vented in a way to just bring that wafting smell up in the morning to get you to go down and order a meal. Mm, I'm hungry. As you awaken and go downstairs, you see that the only one that's there, all the daughters are sleeping, but the, the barkeep with that long hair is with that long beard is once again slung over his shoulder and he has a large cauldron cooking um, the kitchen to this inn is out and open right by the bar that's this big cauldron's cooking boiling away a skittle there with large slabs of ham cooking away and he looks over and says well looks like you all had a pleasant night it seems as though someone's put you all on their tab should have expected it well As much as you like, it's all covered by that damn bard.
1: What's with that damn bard? Tell me more about him. I just don't trust him. Never did. Has he given you some reason not to?
0: He looks at you and says, You'd understand if you're a father. More so if you had three daughters. Hmm. Hmm. I'm neither. I can see that. He says, (laughs) look at you. But surely enough, you'd have a father of your own somewhere back.
1: Yeah, he's dead now, but thanks for bringing it up.
5: <laughs> <laughs> now I like an ass. <laughs>
0: he slaps three big things of ham on your plate and throws a bowl of porridge so and just shoves it to you. <laughs> it's like,
1: here. Okay, thanks. That's not going to make me feel better, but thanks.
4: <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I had just a marvelous sleep last <laughs> yeah. night.
5: I'm going to walk up and put my arm around Golden Axe and just laugh and just go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go sit down. Go sit down.
4: Don't touch my ham. <laughs> you guys all look like you didn't sleep a wink. Uh, I, I slept great. Me too. I, yeah. I, I passed right out.
0: Can I get everyone to make perception checks other than Flippin? Five. Nine.
1: Fourteen. Eleven.
0: Sixteen. Golden Axe, Difrost, and Renego all notice that over by the bar there's this staining of the wood blood that wasn't there the night before.
4: I look at Difrost and say, "Was that you? Was that you?"
3: I'm I'm just going to give him the the blank kind of in shock stare at him and walk over and, and sit at a table putting my my head in my hands. Golden Axe
1: just observes him sitting down with his head in his hands and just steps over the <laughs> bloods on on the yeah. floor.
0: You all sit down and Able didn't get food from the bartender would eventually have a plate shoved in front of you as he'd walk over and make sure you got your worth of the bar's boast as it were. It seems like he's more than happy to take the man's money whenever he decides to um, boast. It's, like, it's almost like, this is the biggest meal you could have gotten. He's given it to everyone at the table. Even Flimpton awesome. has like a, a, an orc-sized plate. Of
5: food.
4: <laughs> so, um, what's the plan? Uh, do, you, do you guys even have a yes, plan? Why are we here? Well, we need
2: to uh goldnecks and and I had a, a good conversation with uh, our our brother friend who who's given us this uh um gen- generous uh breakfast and and the stay uh, he invited us for dinner so I, I think tonight we we um meet him at his place but uh there is something about him that um it might just be me but uh feels a little off I don't know if we want to Investigate that, or speak to uh, this mage who had his book. But uh, I'm open to ideas.
5: Where's um, where's Marcus at this point?
2: I keep forgetting him.
5: Okay. So Gemini's just gonna play that. Um, where's, where's the floating head?
2: Or oh, uh, Marcus? Yeah, I um, I, c- I carried him up to the the room last night. Uh, he's probably still on the uh, the side of my uh, bed there. I on feel the like nightstand. I
5: feel like maybe we should have a conversation with him about the barb. He's been here before that's a good idea as well as maybe to see what else we can find out about how how to get how, how to how to kill this necromancer
1: so yeah so Golden is going to whistle and just like call down marcus <laughs> thaumaturgy give, give one of these like a
0: <whistles> you call up with this whistle and there's no movement no response well he he's a Head in a jar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um,
2: I didn't. I didn't bring my familiar with me. It was still in the room. Can yeah. I look through my owl's eyes in yeah. my room right now? You can. Okay. What well, do I see? Jar.
4: Oh
5: wait, what? Uh,
2: my friends, I, I, I see, um, Marcus's jar, but uh, I don't see his head in there. It's um, it's possible he's uh, having some fun with the hat, but uh, I am concerned. Should we investigate? How do? How does a missing or floating head go missing? Well, he does have the hat. He can turn it into a pumpkin. He could also turn it well, into an empty jar.
5: Okay. Um,
2: maybe you should go up and try and grab him. I'm not sure I want to do that by myself, considering last night's um,
3: encounter. All right. Fine, oh, I'll, I'll go I'll... with you.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I guess Ranigo and Flintpin, did, is, Di- is Diaphros Yeah,
3: Yeah, I'm just going to stand up and walk over. Okay,
2: um, so I guess the three of us go up and mm-hmm. and go into the
4: room.
0: So you go up to your room, and as you you do, you look in and you see the nightstand there, and you see this jar, and it's filled with the same liquid. The top's still sealed, but there's no head inside. Do I is it? Does it have the hat on? You don't see the hat, but you haven't seen the hat for some time. The last time you saw it was a pumpkin, and now there's no anything. Else.
4: I'm going to impatiently walk up to the jar, pick it up, and shake it. <laughs> 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 Um, like a snow globe? <laughs> you walk up to the jar. Roll me a will save. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm good at this. <laughs> Mark is going to be pissed. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. As you reach for the jar, your hands <laughs> right through the space where it should be. Alrighty and down. as you look at it, you see nothing but a thin framed outline of what should be the jar. But it's it's almost like... It's almost if like you can imagine... Um, like if you look at like a 3D render or a, a sketch drawing of anything 3D where you just see the outline, the lines, that's what you're seeing. It's just this line and it's, it's mm-hmm. almost like this faint image so of shimmering light.
5: So it's not it's not even like it's like a hologram, it's like a 2D it's, it's kind like, of sketch it's of like, like almost. you're seeing
0: through an illusion. Is the yeah, way. Okay. could describe it to you if he was aware of what's going on as far as this illusion, but um, it's the effect that happens when you see through an illusion. You still see the illusion, the, the presence of where the space it should occupy, but it's no longer there and that's what you're seeing right now is that this jar is not in
2: the spot it would seem like somebody has taken marcus what a marcus fun doesn't want to be found right now whatever i'm gonna go finish my
4: breakfast (laughs) okay
2: um can i make a investigation check just to see if there's any foul play i'm not looking for marcus i'm just trying to see if like he was taken and something left in his place yeah no problem
0: um Make that roll. I'm going to jump down to everybody down at the table uh, that didn't go up. So okay. it's Gemini, Eloth, and Golnax. 13. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there, eating your meal. And there's several plates here that are left alone, um, as everyone else went up to check on Marcus. But as you're eating, you notice that pieces are going missing.
5: Oh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> uh, you, guys, you guys see that? As you see, like a piece of ham, like, just get up, <laughs> <let them laughs> up and disappear. It's like,
0: um... It's more so like you glance around and also you look over and it's like, there was three pieces of
1: ham there before, right? Now there's two. Golden Axe is going to put her hand on her ham. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can
5: I, like, stand up and reach out over the table? And, like, reach across and try and, like, feel across? Yeah, roll
1: me a quick dexterity
0: check.
5: That'd be a ten...
0: To ten. Okay, I'm going to jump up the clip pin as you look around the room. You don't notice any sound of foul play. As you do look though, you do notice something strange. Um, I mean, obviously this jar is in front of you, but Renegades just swept his hands through it. You realize this is some strange illusion. And then you see a glimmer underneath the bed and you see the jar there, and it's once again empty. But this one, as you go and touch, it's solid and the top of the top of it seems to be a screwed like has been screwed open and um, as this happens Gemini has reached her hand out sweeping around the table trying to feel around for this hidden thing and all of a sudden you hear this <laughs> as invisible face now is biting into your hand you can see that are chomping down on you as <laughs> you were like reaching over is it is it
5: just the head it's just the head well I'm just there. gonna start shaking my hand ah! Hoping, to, hoping hoping to shake this head off or actually like can I like basically like start like smacking it on the table <laughs> <laughs> so, like...
2: um yeah okay so
0: you start shaking this thing out and then let's go pretty quick it's just it wasn't enough to hurt you but it's just like a shock of like, yeah and all of a sudden mark is just like that's mine, <laughs>
5: that's mine. <laughs> what what are you doing why, why aren't you in your jar
1: it's getting hungry we got free food here
5: how are you not in your jar? Like, I feel like Gemini's just, like, completely freaked out by this. So just like, well, I smelled bacon. Why are you guys not freaked out by this? He was a floating head in the jar.
6: It's just, it's Marcus. just Marcus. It's Marcus. Yeah.
0: By yeah. the way, as you Good look morning, around Marcus. the table, um, not so the table, but, like, around the area,
4: you see, like, piles of, like, somewhat chewed food mm. all over. Am I back, back- <laughs> <laughs> Am I back downstairs?
0: I'd say you would have went back down and you'd see the scene of marcus sitting on
4: the table uh, or uh, his head i'll just sit at the table and start eating and look over at marcus and say, oh hey marcus how's it going i feel like he's just like kind of laying on the side like on his ear
6: <laughs> yeah. just like kind of <laughs> roly-poly <laughs> yeah
0: yeah he, he just kind of rolls a bit and gets back up into an upright position looks he's like good she doesn't taste very good though fucker bit <laughs> me like,
2: kevin uh, I imagine Flintpin just tells Difrost about this, and uh, I'm just gonna say like uh, I feel like uh, Marcus is just having some fun. let's uh, let's just finish the breakfast, yeah all right
3: I'm just I'm just gonna walk back down to my seat and sit down and bury my my head in my hands again.
0: as you get back, I'd say Flintpin and Difrost both you have one piece of ham on your plate, which once had three. um there's still plenty of um of whatever this gruel or oatmeal or whatever it is still sitting there but the ham has all but disappeared
2: my breakfast <laughs> blame, blame the head um, good to see you Marcus I'm guessing he, like, yeah, he, he sees he's, he's there visible now. now yeah
5: Marcus what, what, what do you know of this barb the silden
2: yeah well
0: not a lot came back about a year maybe two I'd say to the aisle my first visit here seemed well enough, a lot of questions, young then, probably still youngish now. Silver tongue on the man, I remember him being able to convince you to buy him a drink, even when you had no coins to spend. Aside from that, not a lot. Do you trust him? I don't trust anybody, you included. No offense, but when you're a talking head, you can't afford to trust anybody.
5: What else do you know about this ne- about the necromancer? you know how to kill him?
0: I don't know if I want you to kill him. You see, you put me in an awkward situation. Necromancer obviously evil, why to destroy everything. But I can't help but think, somehow, through his power, is why I'm still here. You kill
5: him, chances are I go with him. Well, we kill the Necromancer, or we kill you. Ooh. That's
0: what I'm saying. You Kill the Necromancer, you do kill me.
5: Well, if you don't tell us how to kill him, we could just kill you anyways. Ooh,
1: Ham? Does want Ham? <laughs> flint just like stuffing its mouth right
0: now <laughs> you just looking at you like i suppose you could try but what purpose would that serve to pull me all the way over here from my little workshop murdering poor eric and just killing me because i'm not sure if i want you to kill this necromancer because it
4: results in my death i don't think anybody has anything to worry about anyway i don't think we can kill the necromancer even if we tried
0: oh, there's always a way to kill something
4: does
2: well, it does it uh, need to be killed, or can you trap a necromancer? Maybe we could just take its power away. I can't help but Reveal. I have
0: been listening in since you stole me from my laboratory, and it sounds like he was once trapped before. Could happen again.
2: And re- removing the power is that possible?
0: The power, his power.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Maybe if we still had the ring.
0: Some magical artifacts have been known to be able to draw the energy, the magical aptitude away from someone. But where you find such a thing, this area, this
5: strange place, I don't know. Gemini. Marcus, I believe you've told us before, but how long have you been like this?
6: <sighs> Almost two years. Are you aware of what provides his power, his source of power? No.
5: So I wonder, though, what happens... This means that, that Marcus has been the way that he has been almost since we woke up. So what happens to Marcus if we trap the Necromancer again?
4: Who cares?
5: Ham?
2: might <laughs> <laughs> hear Marcus literally speak up and say,
0: I one care. <laughs>
2: it, it seems that uh, Marcus may be tied to the Necromancer's power. So if we trap the Necromancer, perhaps Marcus can live without... Uh, while still removing the, this threat of the necromancer using his power. Well, how, how was he trapped before? Because he was trapped
1: in that cavern.
0: Oh, we'll go yeah. back into flashback mode as you all look back into the past to reveal what happened before, where a strange man dressed in black with a white beard had coaxed you all to go to this hidden temple, break an illusion, and decipher a code to go in and to get him a black onyx statue. Upon arriving in, you saw this large crystal Unknown to you what may or may not lie within a pedestal lying there matching this ring Renego has been carrying with him for who knows how long Renego being the man he is took it without a second thought and placed it upon the pedestal and within moments this crystal broke apart revealing the necromancer that you know this body its face melted and broken apart who saw you all there and within a moment paralyzed everyone there you were stuck only able to witness his actions as he stepped forward Thank you for his release and promising that you would never see the world that he was going to create as a reward for your service. He stepped out, leaving you alone, and it was only years later, too to be exact, that Eloth managed to stumble his way across this exact same cave, decipher the same riddle, and release you all. This was the start of your adventure as you continued to chase after this necromancer to find your way and track it here to the Serpent Isles. Note to everyone in the podcast world
4: format your drives before recording so we're back So, like i told you guys without the ring we're not going to be able to do much about this necromancer
5: or the crystal that he was trapped in
2: well there has to be some way that we can trap him or, or remove this power um possibly destroying the ring maybe that is his power but i i, I agree with uh renego that he was saying before that um Beating the necromancer may be tied to the ring. If
4: we destroy it, that, there's a chance we can't beat him. It's too bad that Black Rabbit shot it into the fucking ocean. I
0: don't think it's that bad at all, Marcus says as he looks at you.
4: What do you know, talking head?
0: Well, if that's the way to kill him, by shooting to the ocean, it just means that you've just ensured my life. Huh. You kill him, good chance I'm gone with it.
4: Well, that doesn't really... Concern but me. i
5: wonder though with it being exactly two years since you've become what you are what happens if we just trap him again trap him hell the same way that he was before if we can find a way to trap him the way that he was before then he just goes away but then also what happens to you
0: don't know I'm not saying that i'm not appreciating life here but there's certain parts of life i miss
4: like ham <laughs> <laughs> my ham's tasty <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about a few more things though. Like playing with your
0: flute
1: <laughs> I didn't realise Marcus was a flautist.
2: <laughs> well, Marcus, if um do you know anything else about this uh necromancer that might be helpful to us? It's uh it seems like he might be tied to you as well. If uh if he dies, are you sure that you cease to exist?
0: You're a mage, you know as well as I, made up a necromancery it forms from the base, from the magic that created it. Once it's gone, most of it fails, leaving nothing but mindless zombies to do whatever they wish, once they have no more control. Now I don't know what magic he worked on me that keeps me alive yet dead. Just that, whatever it might be, I fear that should his magic that keeps me here dissipate, I'll just start to rot and fade away. Lose all sense of who I am.
4: Well, I'm prepared to die to kill the necromancer, Marcus. I think you should man up and do it. I've already done it.
1: More than a lot of you. I don't think we need to make any big sacrifices here. I think we just trap them.
4: I think we just need to learn
1: a
2: little more about this ring. Uh, Renego the um, the Bard had mentioned that uh, he would like to learn a little bit more about it. I, I didn't mention who was tied to this object or what the object was but um what are your thoughts about sharing this information with the bar i really that's it's up to you i didn't i didn't feel compelled to to tell him the story
4: i don't mind talking to him but what's the point the ring's gone
2: and if we had the ring
4: well, we don't good point what
0: about this ring you say that you've had it for some time where did you get it Tell me that story.
4: I killed a man for it.
0: And since, What did it start to speak to you? When did you start having these episodes?
4: Well, it was uh, after I threw it in the hole in the cave where the necromancer was trapped.
0: Strange. You threw it in a hole and suddenly this ring started speaking with you.
4: Did you throw anything else in the hole? Well, I didn't, but... Some of these jerk jerkasses, did.
5: <laughs> uh, yeah, I threw uh, uh, my,
2: my boomerang in there. Me as well. I, um my pipe, uh, which I also use as my focus.
5: Or I, I apologize. I threw I threw my dagger in there, not my, not my boomerang. He looks at you and says, "Is that all you threw in?"
2: Uh, the
0: focus. Yeah, the the pipe. I was curious, though. I've seen many mage with familiars before. Even some of your nature that make a mechanical device to control them. Yet, yours are different. Better, you mean? I am quite I've a good... I've never tanker. seen one bleed and their user bleed with it. That's true. What do you know of this thing that you threw
2: all your possessions into? Nothing, to be honest. Well, that's not necessarily true. He rolls his head over and looks at you. <laughs> Uh, well, sorry. While
1: this is going on, uh, Flimpin's going to be rustling through his bag. Okay. So um, I had a vision when I was sitting in in a prison with Gemini, and uh, uh, the vision was like, my God, or actually, Goddess came to me, and she was telling me that there was uh, something about this the the entrance or the opening in regards to putting things in there, it's not a good thing. And so I know, I know that I, I would, I prayed into it and, uh, I cast my goddess through the, through, <laughs> through, through the entrance or the opening. And, uh, yet she still speaks to you. She does.
0: She must love you a lot.
5: She does.
1: I also wonder how
5: you'd explain this as well too, that I've, one to this. I I put one of my daggers in there. Mm. But I didn't get my dagger back. I got this. I'm gonna pull out my black boomerang and put it on, on the table. It is interesting. He looks at you for thinking, Do you mind if I try something? By all means.
0: He rolls his head. He's literally rolling across the table <laughs> towards her. <laughs> and as he gets close, he looks across at everybody, his eyes shifting as his head sideways by the boomerang. And he opens his mouth, and literally chomps out of the boomerang. Wait, what? As he does, you can see the teeth mark, like, bite into it, and blood form off the boomerang. And as that happens, you take three points of damage. And literally, as you look at your arm, you see a a bite mark on it.
5: I almost want to punch him in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Where else would you punch him? I kind of want to. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Dick punch. Punch him in the balls. Wait, there's no balls.
4: (laughs)
0: This is strange. I saw this happen before with you. He says, looking at Flippin, you're familiar. When you tried to explain it to me, remember you stabbed it. Twice. I did, in your shop. Yet you bled. Just like this. In the back of your mind, you feel like you're familiar or suddenly scared as you're thinking about this incident. Did Renego ever put the ring in there? Yeah.
3: Yes. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That was the last thing that happened with that strange altar.
4: But the thing is that I never... Um attuned to this ring and this ring doesn't belong to me and that's why it's damaging the necromancer right? Because it belonged to him.
0: So the ring is his.
4: And that's where the
1: the goddess had told me that it, it had weakened him Curious. considerably.
4: That's why I'm saying if we still had this ring we could damage the necromancer but you all foiled it, didn't you? We? What do you mean we? By always taking it from me. My ring. We haven't taken it from you.
2: As he says that, um, Flynnpin's going to have a leather bag in his hand. And he's going to look at the table. And um, he also has a small... It's not like a dagger, but it's a knife. Yeah. And he's going to say, um, About the ring. And just pause and think for a second. And take the bag in his hand, put it on the table with the top of it face down. Yeah. Lift it to leave the ring on the table but then take his knife and slam it onto the ring. You strike down on this
0: ring. Roll me damage.
2: (laughs) Damage? D4 plus your strength. Oh, no. Plus my strength, I think, is minus one. (laughs) (laughs) It is minus one, so one point of damage.
0: You grab your dagger into the sand. You can see some scratch marks against the metal. And sure enough, The metal itself, as you scratch it, it goes red. Similar to how every time Renego cut this ring, there was a red etching of blood or marks
2: on it, this glow. As soon as I do that, I'm going to look over Renego. Did you feel that?
4: No, I felt nothing. And meanwhile, I'm going to dive across the table and try and pull that knife out and grab the ring. Can I make, like, a dex check to
3: try to move it away from him?
0: Uh, I'd say your knife is probably jammed into the table. Yeah. And your weight's upon it right now. crossed.
3: Seeing Renego begin to lunge forward, I'm going to draw my dagger and press it against his throat. All right. I would need...
0: Hmm. The thing is, situations are interesting here. That ring's not going anywhere. There's literally a, a gnome pushing 40 pounds-ish of weight down into a dagger into a solid a table.
5: Yeah.
0: That's not going to be an easy thing to grab. You literally have to try and toss Flintpin aside to right. do this. <laughs> I'm not opposed <laughs> to doing that. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have a dagger pressed against you. Difrost, I need to know how far is your character willing to take this. If he keeps pressing forward.
3: If I'm not moving, but if he presses forward, I'm not moving my blade. Meaning if he's starts so bleeding, you... it's on him.
0: Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. You can make a strength check against Blint Pin to try and get this thing free. Right. Oh, God. Every point that you exceed his check by? Yeah. No. Every point that you roll with this strength check is going to be a point of damage towards you from this blade against your throat. Okay. So literally you're pressing... Yeah, you're putting your life on the line for this. Uh, Every
4: inch that you push, you're you're can't. cutting yourself. Oh Jesus! I rolled a some strength check. Um, I got a twenty. <laughs> oh. Not natural, I hope. No, nineteen. And I was about, I'm, to, I was
0: about to pull to... something
2: hidden from my bag here. If you rolled a nat twenty, just, just <laughs> it
4: yeah, it's, it's
0: <laughs> your next character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
2: am I rolling strength to resist him? Okay. Natural 20.
3: Oh! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa.
0: <laughs> nice. Nicely done. You take 20 points of damage, um, ready to go as you try and press against this, but this blade drives in. Meanwhile, despite everything, Flintpin scurries up, pushing his weight into this dagger and literally forcing himself between you and this blade, standing there, hand out, keeping you back, keeping your hand
4: from touching it. Biceps are just like, <laughs> you know, <That's> a, <laughs> that is a strong no, man. Alright, so I'm I'm like laying prone across the table. Pretty well. Right? And, uh, this blade digging This heavily. blade is digging into the, into the, the ring. Yeah. And Difrost has his blade up against my neck and he's trying to cut my head off.
3: You've almost cut your head off.
4: His blade was by your throat. As you jump forward and lunge,
0: yeah. it's cut down by your collarbone and into your chest deeply. All as right. you've pushed into the blade, literally taking that blade into your chest rather than taking it across the throat. Right. You've kind of maneuvered yourself to get to this ring. All right. Meanwhile, despite this, it's weakening you. This dagger jabbing into you, and you think, "I can. Flinpin's tiny. I can overpower him." But Flinpin's standing strong, the strongest he's ever stood in his life against you, saying, "No, this is not the way it's going to go." Brave
4: little gnome. Uh, All right. Um, I'd like to try attempt to do a um, like lying on my side on the table, like a spin kick on Difros. Okay. And then I'm gonna try. And then if I'm successful, I'm gonna try and tackle uh, Flintpin. Gemini. Uh, as
5: as as he tries to do this, um, can I just literally, I'm literally gonna like doggy pile him. I'm jumping. I'm jumping on the table and like grabbing Renegade Like, but like almost like choke holding him. Like I know that like Difrost has his blade up underneath, but I want to like so that I don't get like cut. Essentially, grab Renegull like kind of like right by the face, just across the face, and start trying to pull pull him back.
0: That's interesting. Um, Eloth and Golden Ax. Now, you're both at the table right now. What do you, what, what, what do you two do? I think Eloth's the same. He's, he's about ready to just... Is he about okay. ready or is he jumping on? I'm, I'm trying to draw some <laughs> conclusions here about what's happening to get a timeline. He's going to grab
6: his arm, Renago's arm, and put him in like a martial arts arm bar. Okay. <laughs> Goldnax.
1: Axe? does doesn't care one way or another. She just steps back from the table and chews her
4: ham. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> grabs her grabs her black rabbit gra- grabs all the ham that Mark has been uh, following uh, on Marcus uh, and the ham. <laughs> so what I want
0: flip pin, another strength check from you as you go. Difrost and renego. I need Renego to make an attack roll. Um, this is an unarmed attack roll, so you have proficiency, but it's one plus your strength for damage, opposed by an athletics check by Difrost. Athletics check, okay. Meanwhile, Gemini and Eloth you can both throw me athletics checks. By the way, Renego, yeah. Your drive to get this ring back gives you inspiration. So if you want, you can spend that to oh. roll for advantage
4: for the for the attack on Difrost?
0: for this attempt
4: yeah. Mm. Can I use it later? You can. You have inspiration you can spend. It I'm going to I'm going to use it later because I got a that'll be a 17.
3: Oh, are you kidding? I got oh. a 16. Oh no. I don't I
5: don't think he's going anywhere, man. I got a 24. I'm doggy piling the shit out
0: of you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got a 17 as well. 17, yeah. You feel one of your arms, the free arm that's not outstretched, it's just retching behind your back as all of a sudden Gemini jumps on you. And you feel this dagger driving deeper into your chest as it's added weight for six points of damage. Oh! Mm. As it drives deeper into you as this happens. But you do manage to kick Difrost away and he falls back off his chair behind. The bar keeps standing up Looking at the scene as you're supposed to be just having breakfast and ham and all that shit he cooked for you, and now you're kicking people and flying across his tables. Hey, what's going on over there?
4: What do you want to do? Did I, can I, I guess am I not free then to tackle uh, Flintpin?
0: I would say that you would roll with disadvantage if you wanted to try, because you literally have two guys holding you back, and any attempts to try and stop you rolls with advantage. And during this whole time, would Flintpin, like, have had
2: a half second to cast a spell? I would say depends on the spell. So what he's hoping to do is cat like seeing this go down, Renegade go lunch for it, everybody dogpile him, cast invisibility and take the leather bag in his hand and cup the um ring yeah. and and then cast it like to just whoosh, so he's you going want to pull the dagger free. Yeah, and then leather bag Grab over to top of it and go invisible.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking what we're going to do is let initiative determine the course of action from here. I like it. So um Renegos making his attempt. I'd like anybody trying to get involved to roll initiative. Difrost, you're getting up. I'm sad I'm gonna say that you, you don't have a chance to roll because you're okay. you're just too far from the scene.
6: Nin- okay. Nineteen. Oh shit. Seven
2: for flint pins.
6: Fourteen. oh. Four. 4. thirteen. Thirteen.
0: No. Alright, Renego, you go shit. first. So these guys are grabbing you. You have an attempt to make an action, but you're gonna be rolling currently with this advantage Now, you spend your inspiration, you're rolling normally. Yeah, I'd like to
4: roll normally on my tackle on Flintpin. 12 plus my bonus, so... uh, Oh, wow, so I get 19. 19
0: Flintpin. You roll with advantage because you have all these people aiding you in this attempt to keep
2: Brennico from the ring. Is this dex or strength? Um, You can either roll acrobatics or athletics. Your choice. Flintpin is not strong, so he's going to use his nimble small ass to get out of the way. I would like it uh 19 exactly 19
0: versus your 19
5: oh
2: defender's win ties <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: man this is interesting cuz i rolled another roll over here you might have heard the dice roll earlier yeah for another entity at the table that has not yet getting, gotten involved so let's break this down We're gonna go you managed to not only kick off eloth and gemini back off you as you rush and bull rush towards Flint and dive diving to tackle him away but as this happens you see almost a flash in front of you, a black hair move <laughs> <laughs> in this instance between you and Flintpin and this ring. As you impact Flintpin and he goes spl- flying back off the table, an entanglement of bodies as you guys both collide to the ground. This bartender coming over, gruff, upset, his beard flowing back behind him as he's just, like, ready to, like, tear a shirt off and start causing some shit. All of a sudden, everyone stops as they look towards this black rabbit, which was sitting there, normal black eyes, cute little thing, but its eyes are now glowing red, ring in its mouth as it looks over. Oh,
4: no. Oh, shit.
3: Oh,
1: fuck.
4: You've killed us all, you stupid motherfuckers.
2: Uh, does invisibility... Not a person. Would it affect a creature? I'm hoping to grab Black Rabbit and cast Invisibility. You can turn her invisible,
0: but you could not... You would not be invisible with her. You can cast it on somebody else. Are we
6: still in initiative? I I
3: wasn't part of it then, so... You can roll now. I can roll now. Yeah, not great. That is a 13.
0: Okay. So starting off, Renego, you've just tackled Thin Pin. You look over your shoulder towards this ring where this black fur just... (laughs) Between the two of you. And you see this red glow from the eyes this ring literally in the mouth of this rabbit a physical rabbit just sitting there on the seat nearby everyone
4: sprawling trying to get to their feet to stop you what are you doing everybody has just we've all signed our death warrant haven't we Um, I'm gonna pick up Flintpin and hustle us to the other side of the room okay so you grab him
0: I'm assuming you're trying to usher him to safety yeah start moving him away 17
6: Eloth Uh, Eloth is going to uh, use two key points and cast darkness. Oh, wow. And which... Um, what do you want to focus it on? Yourself? Dark, or? dark vision can't see through it. So yeah. just the center of the room, basically. I just want to... Yeah, this whole... You can pick a point. So you can either pick a point or an object. To... Yeah, I'll just pick like basically the center of the room. So the whole room's shrouded in full darkness. Dark vision no longer works for anyone that has it. Fear
0: of blackness fills the area. This dwarf stumbling in into it. You hear a crash as he's moving inwards, as he probably collides with the table in pure darkness, unable to see. I'm going to say that's a good three-quarters of this bar, I'd say, for that space. It's quite large. This room fills with blackness. You guys can't see anything, or at least you didn't think you could. All would witness this glow still
1: penetrating the darkness, just the glow of the red eyes. Golden Axel wants to look around for like a tablecloth or something that's handy. Tablecloth, like, tablecloth, cloth. How civilized this bar is! You also can't see anything to look around. Yeah, at. Don't yeah. you have
4: a new cape? <laughs> nope. Oh.
5: <laughs> so we can, like, we can see the glowing eyes,
0: right? You can see the glowing eyes, but you cannot see anything else around you. It's just pure blackness. This I'm gonna, I'm
5: gonna attempt to walk up to where the the glowing eyes are. Roll me two d twenty. Two d twenty. Yep. Tell me what the results are individually. Uh, seven and four. <laughs> Not great. I stumble into a table. Fall down and lose three teeth. Gemini,
0: you start moving forward, and all of a sudden you feel this ham-like fist collide with your face as you start stepping towards this thing, as you stumble into this very angry and confused dwarf who doesn't realize what's happening. Just all of a sudden everything's black. He's ready for a fight, and all of a sudden something stumbles close enough. He feels it. feels his air moving towards him and just takes a swing. You take three points of bludgeoning damage. Die for
5: are, are we technically like in combat right now? Or yeah. No? Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely
0: in some Com- form of combat. Um,
5: so I still have got my bonus action then. Um, after getting struck to the face, I'm gonna take a wild guess at where this guy is because I don't actually want hurt to hurt, hurt this guy. This guy hasn't done anything to us, but I'm well, still gonna a surprise. But yes, go but ahead. I'm still gonna hurt him a little bit. I'm, I'm just gonna drop down and try and just crack him right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Roll to oh attack God. with disadvantage. With disadvantage, okay. yeah, you can't see. 14. 14.
0: You drop down and you. Do a swing, and just a low blow, drop to your knees, and just a straight punch towards this direction where this guy hit you. And you are hoping to hit him in the gonads, but sadly he's a dwarf, and you're aiming much too high. <laughs> where do I hit him? You feel some fleshy bits that you hit, but it's definitely not the fleshy bits you were hoping for.
5: Oh. You
0: do one damage plus your strength modifier. Uh, so
5: that would be four damage. For. Dang it, I feel bad now. I didn't I I didn't want to actually like I was hoping to just kind of like drop the guy, like I don't actually want to engage with you.
1: <laughs> Alright. Golden Axe is going on her hands hands <coughs> her knees and she's gonna try to she's gonna try to go get the rabbit. Okay. Uh once again, roll me two D twenty. Uh fifteen and three.
0: Fifteen and three. You try, but you stand up and as you do, you impact the table that we were standing by. And the entire table shifts up and flips with your weight. It just you just hit this thing really hard. It smarts real bad.
1: She was like on her hands and knees. Like trying to get the rabbit. But before to that you're sitting with well, all this broke okay. down. Okay.
0: So as you get up to get you know, to kind of move over, you just hit the table. Okay. Um I'm gonna say it disoriented, the impact disorients you long enough that you managed to figure out where the rabbit is, but you aren't able to interact and try into that this turn.
1: Okay.
3: Dive us. All right. I would like to I would like to walk along the wall with my with my hand on the wall. Yeah. And my other hand out in front of me so I'm feeling around. Okay. And just follow along the wall until I find the the, the door to exit the bar. Okay. You start walking.
0: Um roll me a wisdom save.
3: Oh god. Okay. Oh. Oh, it's a minus one, so eighteen.
0: Eighteen. No problem. You start moving forward, and you move, and I'm assuming you're doing your bones action to move further, mm-hmm. and eventually you get out of this darkness. You can see the bar, as well as this thin strip towards the door and a bit of the staircase going upstairs. Everything else, you can see this orb of blackness. But despite all that, within the center of it, you see this pair of red glowing eyes sitting there.
3: Wait, so where, where am I right now? Here by the door. By the door to the exit of the bar? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm leaving. That's I'm that. walking out.
0: Yeah, everyone hears a loud creak as the door opens, <laughs> and DiCra steps outside. One thing missing is now Flintpin's action.
2: Um, I' pretty sure I'm being carried like a football by Renego
4: right now.
0: You are.
4: Yes, I. Fireman carried rescued him from. Even though he was being a little dick. <laughs> <little
0: bit>,
4: uh, <laughs> Renego, where where are we going? It's. Uh, she'll she'll kill us. We have to we have to get away from her. We have to wait for the enchantment to end before we can try and and talk to her again.
2: Oh, because she has it in her mouth, so yeah. she's like literally biting. She's, she's in, on, on
0: in
4: contact she, with the ring. She yeah. is the necromancer right now. Oh, understand, understand that An epic rabbit form. Yeah,
0: it's like a Monty Python scene right yeah. now. Uh, we 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 should <laughs>
4: we should not be trying to fight her. We should be trying to get away from her. You're right. Um,
2: okay. Yeah, flimpin flimpin would be like. Uh, I mean, he's just, uh, if, if, like, Renego's probably carrying him faster than Flynnpin can go, so yeah. I might just let him keep Cheer carrying on. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him another bum tap on. <laughs> <laughs> you stretch, but you to reach his body and tap. Get going, get going. Right. Okay. Good job, little
0: boy. <laughs> so, Renego, back yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. You're the first to act. The door, you're out of the darkness. You have Flinpin there. You can see this yeah. orb of darkness. You can see the red glow. You can see the door that's just open, and you see Difrost booking it out this door and yep. running into the street
4: now just remind me was there only one exit in and out of this
0: inn? the one that you know about one one entrance that you knew about there's a back room that the bartender went through and upstairs maybe through a window right now you can see all three options
4: we're going Perfect. to um we're gonna leave the door uh, get out get out the door like difrost did um and do we see difrost out there you do okay i'm, I'm gonna say to them watch the front door and I'm going to circle around back and look for another exit to make sure that the rabbit doesn't leave
0: next is Eloth as Um, Mernigo steps outside Flint pin under his arm like a football and Difrost literally (laughs) fuck this shit I'm out you see nothing but blackness in front of you the red glow Eloth, because this is your spell make a perception check 13 13 you realize there's not two red glows for a pair of eyes, but you, in fact, notice there are three red glows in the distance, one fainter than the other two. As you realize, those are the red glows of that ring, the etches that are cut into it by that were cut into by um, Renego, just glowing, penetrating this darkness somehow, magically.
6: Uh, Eloth is going to take one of his small darts okay. out of his pocket and try to throw it and basically knock the ring out of her mouth. Oh, boy. Well, I'd say roll with <laughs> definite disadvantage in that case. Nah, nah. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Burner. Ah, Five. Uh, five plus modifier, which is six right now. So, eleven. I'm going to roll a dice.
0: Everyone's seen this dice before, but it's a dice with no numbers <laughs> on it. It's what I use for fate. Just see what happens. You throw this thing, and as it sails through the darkness towards these red glowing eyes, at first instance you just see the red and it's all blacked out by the shape of this dart getting in the way of your vision. And then all of a sudden one of the red the lights go out. But it's not the one you're aiming for.
6: Oh <laughs> hit her no! in the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whoopsie dances. Um. Sadly, the next person to go is a small rabbit. And despite the fact of your dart hitting this spot and this disappearing from you. So we have Gemini, Gol Nax, and Eloth, as well as this bartender, who all stop for a second as they hear this laughter, this <laughs> oh, shit. in their minds. And all of a sudden that ther that ring, that glow that Eloth is watching, the ring, disappears.
6: <gasps> oh what? she, swallowed, she it. swallowed it. We're gonna have to gut a rabbit. Yeah, I love stew. <laughs>
0: Oh. The scene fades. Your darkness, somehow, despite your how long it's supposed to last, starts to shimmer and fade away from you. And you see in front of you one Gemini, beard in hand, fist ready to punch <laughs> this dwarf. This dwarf, about to ready to hammer, smash Gemini in the face as they're like entwined with this kind of brawl. Um, you know, him bruised on the side where she punched him. And meanwhile, on the ground lies this girl her eye cut across the face and cheek from a dart that was thrown through the sky uh, there knocked out this slight pulse you can see glowing from through her skin through her armor at the chest and it just suddenly dissipates and fades away
5: Uh, uh, i'm gonna immediately let this guy go and just be like "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa and back off
0: he looks at you in shock and is like,
5: What the fuck is going on here? Um, go running up the black rabbit, I guess. And yeah. Is, is, is she alive?
0: She's alive, but she is breathing faintly. Her cut across her eye um, seems to be deep and bad. But beyond that, there's no sign of the ring. And everyone comes to this realization this sick, twisted necromancer forced her to swallow it. As a rabbit and whatever this ring's power is broke whatever enchantment that was in holding her before as a rabbit and she's now back in her human form
1: so golden axe is going to um, is she is she is she conscious
0: she's out right now she's completely unconscious at the
1: moment as if whatever this
0: effect happened this whole ordeal time was f- enough to throw her off
6: time for some surgery Eloth is gonna. Uh, can
5: we keep her alive? Though, walk up
6: to her while she's out. So he's just gonna walk up and kneel beside her, and slowly open her mouth and just shove his fingers <laughs> into her mouth, into her mouth as deep as he can to try to make her gag, okay. and throw it up. Um, meanwhile, I'd say the door is like swinging
0: back and forth outside as you guys look back, and you'd see the darkness fade. And as you look back, you'd see everyone kind of move forward to the scene. Okay,
4: so um, we enter back into the tavern.
0: You step back in and you see the scene before you, and Eloth. The third time she attempts to throw up and is just gagging it's just liquid coming out as you try and make her throw up and get this thing out it's the ring's not coming back up
4: you guys know you're gonna have to cut this out of her you should have trusted me with this ring in the first place and that's where we'll end <laughs> oh come
2: on but oh, okay oh. let's do 12 or 11 but right I'm now <laughs>